0: Um, it's, yeah, it's me again, as, uh, as Ruth's told you. Um, so I hope you've all had a nice Saturday and, uh, enjoyed yourselves and whatever you've been doing. I don't know about you, but I've had lots of chores to do. Obviously, Becky's in Barcelona at the minute, so I've not been able to take advantage of, uh, of that. So, unfortunately, I've had to do, you know, everything at the house at the minute. Um, but the, uh, the, um, yeah, obviously, I do a lot of DIY, as you might know, um, I don't know if anyone else here does any, a bit of a DIYer? Yeah? Yeah, I know, yeah. Um, well, yeah, I mean, you know, whether that even just pe- putting up picture frames or, um, you know, do, doing, putting, I don't know, flat pack furniture, whatever you might be doing. But anyway, if you are a keen di- DIYer, I mean, I am, but that's mainly motivated by my tight-fistedness. Um, so the, uh, you know, how often do your projects go to plan? You know, this. For me, I don't know about you, but they certainly never do. In fact, usually, I get home from work and I think, oh, it's 9pm, nine, 9 you know, it's not too bad. I've, you know, I could have that done in an hour. And then it's 2am, I'm in the loft, in my pants, <laughs> trying to trail cables behind a wall while getting increasingly frustrated and angry at the fact that I'm crouched there sweating, you know, going, oh, I've got to be up in three hours, I need to get this done. So, you know, your experience may not be as extreme as mine, but... Um, Certainly, there's, uh, you know, we've all, you know, been forced to finish things one way or another in the face of adversity. Now, this kind of leads me on to my message today, which is all about perseverance. Now, perseverance is defined as persistence in doing something despite difficulty in delay in achieving success. Now, we in Christians can sometimes feel difficulty and delays in achieving success or what we've been called to do or uh, what we've asked God for, whether that's physical goals or spiritual ones. If we're experiencing what feels like a dry spell in our faith or, you know, anything like that. Persevering might mean different things depending on what the goal is, and, but there are some fundamental truths in the Bible that why we should persevere. So I'm going to start now just with Romans 5 verse 3 to 5. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Now, this is a short passage, but there's so much that we can take away from it. I mean, firstly, it says in our sufferings, not because of, as our suffering is not a product of God, although sometimes it is allowed to shape us and mould us for our own self-improvement. We know the importance of perseverance. We cannot receive all that God has planned for us if we do not stick with him. Just as it says in James 1, verse 3 to 4, because you know... Oh, Sorry, I've got it in front of me. Which one do you want me to read? Because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. His promises are clear. But that doesn't mean that if we fail, God won't keep trying. We know that he leaves the 99 for the one. He loves us unconditionally. Secondly, there's in this passage, I mean Paul is advocating for us to show a positive attitude in these trials and tribulations because we know that suffering is not meaningless. We should rejoice in the suffering because we know that it sorry sorry, there we go right i'm back in it I'm back in the room maintaining this <laughs> maintaining this attitude is no easy feat of being. Um, rejoicing in this in these difficult periods and Paul is certainly you know he doesn't make it um, unclear that that's the case he's he's very open about it and he says in 2 Corinthians 1 verse 8 and he mentions that he can no longer endure the pressure and he says that but ultimately this made him aware that his strength does not come from himself it comes from God It isn't through human strength that we persevere. Those going through trials know what it is to be weak. But God is our source of strength, as only his love, strength and faithfulness matter. Now, in 2 Corinthians 12, verse 12, we read, I persevered in demonstrating among you the marks of a true apostle, including signs, wonders and miracles. Now, for context, this is Paul's letter to the Corinthians as they were questioning Paul's authenticity and motives. Paul rebukes the false prophets who had infiltrated the Corinthian church and claimed to have suffered more than Paul and boasted about it. So, purposefully, ironically, Paul boasts back about his sufferings, but the key point in what he says is that he's he's not boasting about what he has done but he's boasting about what God has done for him. And there's, there's a great bit in this where um, in it you can almost, he, he's, he's talking about the false prophets there and you can almost hear the satire. And I quote from the NIV, uh, he mention, calls them the super apostles. So it, it's just a funny bit there that I, I thought was so human in that. Um, he then goes on to say um, that unlike the false teachers, the true prophets, signs of the apostles were wonders, signs, wonders and miracles which were absent with the false teachers but Paul mentions that these were done with great perseverance. Again it's important to remember that just as Paul mentioned in Romans this perseverance isn't grim-faced, tight, fist-clenching self-discipline, it's a positive patience in the storm that comes from focusing on God and his promises. And thirdly, he mentions hope. This isn't just wishful thinking. It is, it is real hope with God as the promise keeper. It is the blessed assurance of our future destiny through God's love revealed to us by, through the Holy Spirit. And again from Hebrews 6 verse 19, we have this hope as an anchor for the soul firm and secure, it enters the inner sanctuary behind the curtain. Sorry, there's another. Where our forerunner, Jesus, has entered on our behalf. He has become a high priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. It's the anchor for the soul, firm and secure. This is the hope that we can hold on to to get us through these seasons of trials that we face. Now, There's lots of examples of perseverance throughout the Bible, whether that's the story of Job, Jeremiah, the Apostle Paul, or Moses, who really had to persevere in difficult times, constantly having to realign the Israelites to God's ways. I mean, Moses could have easily taken what was entitled to him as the son of Pharaoh's daughter and chosen the riches in this life, but he didn't. He chose the infinite riches of God's promise. Now, I've got a short story of a recent example of my, my own, uh, it's only a, a little silly thing, but it's my own perseverance in, in kind of what I'd mentioned earlier in the old uh, kitchen DIYing. Um, obviously, I'm currently, you know, you may or may not heard, I like DIY and I like doing that for, you know, when I think about doing it before I start doing it. Um, and I've, I've ripped out my kitchen now and now I'm fitting a new one. Now I have no idea how to do that, and YouTube is in fact my only teacher in doing so, and I can thank YouTube for my degree, so I know they're a good teacher. So, you know, and um, so yeah, I, I've you know I'm building all the units, fitting them, and and you know Becky wants to be able to use the kitchen still because, you know, we don't want to completely rip it out and go, oh, okay, well, I've got to go to work now, so if you could just live with no water and electricity for a little while, then you'll be okay. So I've been doing it in little sections, so there's still, like, the hobs in there and the extractor fan and things like that that we can still use. So I built up a corner unit, and I was like, okay, great. And I I, I mistakenly, I took the uh, B&Q uh, sales reps advice and fitted the little table in the middle of it as well so it doubled the weight of it so it's quite heavy now I th- could lift it now I can't so I say, I say thankfully Becky's home this evening I'll take advantage of that so said uh, you know Becky you know, I built this can we fit this in the corner you know tonight and we'll just, all we've got to do is lift it up get it between the hob and the and the and the extractor fan and drop it in place that's all we want to do just put it in position it seems easy enough so anyway we go in and we, we get in, it's all in the kitchen, and you go, okay, great. So, you know, up it goes. Oh, there's legs in the way. Okay, put it down, put it down, put it down. Take off the legs. Here we go. Up it goes. Oh, the hob's knob's in the way. Okay, put it, put it down, put it down. Take the knobs off. Up it goes. Uh, oh, no, the hob burners are in the way. Okay, take them take down. Up it goes. Get it in. Uh, the switch, light switch is in the way. Put it down, cut a hole for the light switch, up it goes, in, get it back. Oh, the cable for the microwave is in the way. So I cut another hole in side. up it goes. And at this point, we're both getting a bit tired. You know, Becky certainly, you know, and so, and, and she, she kind of, you know, got a bit too weak and kind of dropped it on the little sparker for the hobs. So, of course, you know, the bit that ignites the actual gas flow. So I think, oh no, you know they're quite fragile, I'll, I'll pr- protect that. So I put my hand on top of there and she kind of rested on my hand and then she was like, oh okay, honey, I need a break. So I said, I'd let her take the full weight of that on my hand and my other hand. And of course at this point what I didn't realise is when the weight of that unit fully pressed on my hand, not only was my hand on the sparker but it was on the ignition as well. <laughs> so I had my hand on the sparker and my thing on the ignition I was getting periodically electrocuted <laughs> while Becky's going, whew, just need a just give me a minute. And eventually she goes, oh, here we go, oh, freedom. Anyway, so she so lifted up, we get it in above my head, and I'm like Atlas, I kind of just <laughs> let it crush me, and then I climb out the bottom and get some legs on it. So yeah, that's just a, you know, a little story of kitchen fitting there that's, uh, I I definitely don't recommend my uh, means and methods, but um, the, uh, yeah, it was an ordeal, but ultimately, you know, it was something that we got done, and I, you know, we persevered, and, you know, it was, and it wasn't just me, it was with Becky's strength as well, for this short time, but it was, you know, we're we're happy with the results now, it looks really good, so, um, now, but when it comes to faith, we're instructed to persevere, To keep our faith and God's promises will come to us. It is difficult. The Bible doesn't hide that fact from us. Now, I mentioned that perseverance in faith will result in us receiving God's promises. Gifts in heaven and eternal life. But let me double check and make sure that's actually the case. So James 1 verse 12. We have, blessed is the one who perseveres under trial. Because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. Okay, let me double check. Hebrews 10 verse 36. You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. Again, we read of the promise of God in the part of Hebrews entitled, A Call to Perseverance. In this, we read how the grace of God has allowed us to enter the holy place in God's presence. It also mentions the conditions for drawing near to God, but ultimately concludes with the instruction to persevere. But let's be totally clear. 1 Timothy 4 verse 16. Watch your life and doctrine closely. Persevere in them, because if you do, you will save both yourself and your hearers. This was Paul's message to Timothy regarding heresy within the church at the time. For Timothy, although it would be a difficult journey, the promise remains that he is saved. But wait, there's more. Through perseverance, his example by faith, and of the sharing of the spiritual truths, just as it says in Romans 10 verse 17, faith comes from hearing the message. And the message is heard through the word about Christ. We share the gift of faith with those around us. Now, hopefully, this has made it clear that perseverance is greatly rewarded as God's promise. And lastly, I'd like to conclude with 2 Peter 1, verse 3 to 11. His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of Him who called us perseverance, and perseverance godliness, and to godliness mutual affection, and to mutual affection love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. But whoever does not have them is nearsighted and blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed for their past sins. Therefore my brothers and sisters, make every effort to confirm your calling and election for if you do these things will n- you will never stumble and you will receive a rich welcome in the eternal kingdom of our lord and savior jesus christ i mean there's a huge amount to unpack here so i absolutely you know please do go back and read and you know do your own study on this because there's so much to do there and i'm only going to scratch the surface now but um this is a letter by paul providing instruction as to how to deal with persecution. This is another passage that makes the promises of God clear. If we forget that we have been cleansed, if we forget the grace of God, then how can we grow? Remember, we are already saved by grace, but grow by perseverance. Once again, it is clear that our focus should be on God and his promises. With that in mind, and just as we read in James 1 verse 3, perseverance begins with faith add to your faith goodness goodness knowledge etc perseverance and so on and by doing so God will continue to reveal himself to us ultimately all of these lead to growth in love and we know that love is the greatest gift and we know this as a passage that we're all probably very familiar with, 1 Corinthians 13, which is, and now the thre- these three remain, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. So what can we take away from this? What do we know about perseverance? If we persevere through the difficult periods in our life, God can use this time to help us grow in our character and hope. Perseverance will lead us to a deeper understanding and relationship with God, revealing more of himself to us. Perseverance isn't something we do alone. We can seek strength from God to persevere and he will provide it. And finally, from Revelation 3, and I paraphrase, but it's hold fast to what you have. We have been saved by grace, Stay true to your faith. And finally, finally, don't let me fit your kitchen.